I was doing this this morning as the music was cueing. Bum, 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 bum. Is that, am I the only one who thinks I'm funny? I don't know. Probably. My wife's like, yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the hell out of here. All right, my friends. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. Uh, we have another great guest. What can I say? You know, I was I, I I was looking at the very last minute, like I do every morning, uh, at, at who we have on the show and uh, just you know getting familiar with their marketing. And I like I was like, we got the best guest in the world on this show. All right, I'm done tooting my horn and our horn here for a second. Uh, it'll you know I'll be back to that here probably in a few minutes. But um, let's not make it about me. Let's make it about our guest here, um, coming all the way. Okay, from the northern tip, I believe. I believe he's still on the northern tip of the United States of America. Not really the northern tip, but the northern tip of the main 49, uh, Minnesota, Mr. Jeet. How you doing, my friend? Good. How are you? This is crazy. Not to be confused with Jet. Yeah. Screw my name up all the time. Food order. We were just talking about how on food orders whenever I get my order. I say Jeet, but they always call me Jet. I'm like, there's two E's for a reason. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's a very common thing for Americans to do that. We're, yeah. we're just, you know, we, we don't we don't pay much attention to details. So um, you say this is crazy. Why are you, you, you watch the yeah. show or whatever, and now you're on it and that deal? Yeah, it's just crazy because like a little over two months ago, I had no idea what Legendary Marketer either what, even was. And then my first introduction to it, I'm seeing this smart guy named Dave Sharp talk to me. I'm seeing Matt talk to me. Stop yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. it. Right now. But, and then it's just, I would have never thought. And within like two months, I'd be talking to him directly in front of the Legendary community. So it's really cool. Yeah, dude. Congrats on that, man. Thanks. Yeah. Take that in for a moment. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. So like, um, I'm in my bedroom, like, wow, I'm talking to Dave right now. I don't know. <laughs> cool enough. I need to make my bed today. Yeah, no, it's all good. No, just point the camera up, man. Like you have it up <laughs> feeling, and you know, um, uh, we'll never know. So, uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself, man. I, I, you know, you you dropped a few lines to us uh, to let us know kind of who you were, and you seem like a super interesting and fun dude. Loves to listen to music. You said. Give me the the aux cable. I think that's what you were you were referring to. Yeah. Uh, you were like, give me the aux, and you won't be disappointed. Like you're like that guy likes to party, likes to hang out with friends, likes to have fun. What the hell led you to online marketing? Sure. So I'll just give you a quick background. So I'm 22 years old. I just graduated from the University of Minnesota just last May. So I'm actually living right off of campus with four of my other college buddies. They're all in the same house. So there's like five bedrooms here. So. It's a pretty busy place. It's nice. Are, to they, are they in the same room with us right now? No, no, they're not. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> it'd be too crazy then. And I'm sure they'd be chuckling in the corner. So, <laughs> but yeah, so I just graduated from college and um, in October, I started a full-time job with consulting. I'm actually doing tech consulting. So that's my nine to five. But mm -hmm. um, in November, uh, I think late November, I was just scrolling through TikTok as most people do these days because you know there's not much social interaction so you need something to get your time use your time wisely and um i ran into someone i think it was uh, mitch fortner i think it was his tiktok that led me to legendary marketer and then i got i saw okay there's this course a seven dollar course pretty low risk i'll go into it with little expectations and here i am i mean just 
created something out of nothing and that's where I am now. And yeah, the whole, the whole music thing is basically just, I, I love music. I've always loved music. My family's love music and yeah. I always find myself searching for new tunes on SoundCloud, Spotify, that kind of stuff all the time. I'm always the go-to guy. I feel like when we're having like a get together or a party, like, Hey, just give, just give Jeep the phone. He can handle the music stuff, but I'll be sitting in the corner, just like queuing up songs. That's like the type of person I am. So I don't know. I always bring that up. Nice, nice, nice. So this, uh, so like you're brand new. You 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 said that you you researched a little bit of drop shipping, but just felt like it 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 yeah. sounded uh, great, but it, you could tell that there was going to be overhead shipping and potentially selling shit products yeah. from uh, right. countries that you know you're, you're potentially going to get the product or the customer get the product and be like, what the hell is this? Yeah. So I mean what the big thing for me is I've always kind of been looking for some side thing to do or like something new to pursue. So obviously the big one is drop shipping, but I think the biggest issue for me is just kind of like the ethics behind it. Sometimes sometimes I feel like if you get too caught up in the whole sales and money thing, you're going to end up selling things that actually aren't valuable to people. And you know, at the end of the day, I'm putting my face in front of people. And if I'm giving things that are not of value, you know, it's ruining my brand at the end of the day, you know? So yeah, I mean, drop shipping. I th I'm sure it works for some people. And I'm sure some people do it very well. But to me, I really wanted to make sure that whatever I'm promoting, whatever I'm trying to sell to people, actually has value and they can see it and it's clear. And that's why for me, this legendary market was like the best, best first approach because I could easily see what the value was. I could see that the education can help people. You know, it can help beginners. It's beginner friendly. I, I, it just made sense. So I felt like from day one, I knew that. My ethics were on point. Everything I was doing was on point. Whereas with drop shipping, I wasn't too sure. Well, selling information uh, anywhere, if it's quality information, you know, even in this information world of selling information, courses, coaching uh, events, uh, there's also crap products, and we have to be uh, aware of that, and we all have to 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 know that. Um, you know, I would probably say that the majority of of I would say that the majority of products in any industry are crap. You yeah. know, um, you've got you've got you know tiers of quality. Uh, usually, the the masses are going to consume the 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 lowest. You know, they're going to buy based on price and and stuff like that. Uh, and they're either going to continue to consume that, or they're going to say, okay, what you pay for what you get, and I'm going to start buying better quality. Um, but there is there is there there is crap stuff in every industry, including the uh, the information and or course or training uh, industry. A lot of products on ClickBank are crap. A lot of products on JVZoo are crap. Um, just a lot of products that you know gurus sell. You know, even big name gurus, they're not really that involved in in their companies, uh, and uh, they're just more interested in being famous, and they sort of get away from what clients actually need. So, you know, um, so I, I don't know. I just, I, I thought that I'd mention that because as I believe and have always been in the information selling industry, you know, um, it's, I feel, I feel like it's a gold mine. Um, but it's, it, it, and it's easy to sell, you know, it's easy to be an affiliate for information products. People get instant access, digital downloads, et cetera. Um, and, and, and I think there's in affiliate marketing, there's just, you know, there's like a five step sniff test that we can go through to make sure that the product that we're promoting 
have good quality, you know, and, and uh, you can kind of tell pretty immediately whether uh, the product that you're thinking about promoting is worth getting behind. Um, well, you can, uh, anything coming up for you? Because I wanted to ask you when you got into Legendary, what sort of struck you as different and what has your experience been like that has been most impactful uh, to help you to to both go, go through the training, finish the training that you bought, and then also put it into play and start getting results. Uh, the first thing is, I think the best thing about Legendary Marketer is just its simplicity. I mean, you you go in and you have one task, that's to finish day one. Then after that, you have one task to finish day two. And to me, it's just the simplicity of it all. And the way you explain it, it makes sense to me. I can make sense. To, I didn't know what affiliate marketing even was before Legendary Marketer. So the fact that you can explain it and make sense to me, I can understand the whole business model. I can see why it works just from sitting at my desk and looking at the videos. I think the simplicity is really what got me whole, like sold on Legendary Marketer and it made me keep going because as long as I can understand it, I can I can check in my head like, okay, can I see myself doing this? Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. let's on to the next day. Can I see myself doing this? On to the next day. It's just, yeah. it's just simple. It's just a video a day. Yeah, a video a day keeps the bill collectors away. Exactly. Sorry, I just had, I had this. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, so then you, you've, you've gotten into, uh, you know, actually building your business, not just consuming training, yeah. but actually taking action on, on what you've learned. Um, so what has that been like for you? I mean, not knowing you, you, you know, the title of this video is a thousand leads his first month. That's pretty awesome. Um, congrats on that and, and congrats on the commissions and results that you've, that you've made so far. Um, so what has that been like and what, what has been the, you think the, the 80, 20, you know, there's like 80%, there's like 20% of what you do that creates 80% of the results. And then there's the 80%, which is sort of the busy work that makes us feel like we're building our business, but it only creates 20% of our results. And that's true in my experience in everything. So what has been your 80% that's helped you get uh, your 20% that you've done that's been really impactful to help you get going and get results? Honestly, I think the 20% has just been the little content pieces that I put out. Um, at the end of the day, like I try to do it where I'm on TikTok mainly. I also have YouTube, I have a Facebook group, all that kind of stuff. But uh, literally in my lunch break, I'll be like, I'm going to put one video out, just talking about what's on my mind, what, what I think about when it comes to this business. And I put it out there in like the most brutally honest way as possible. Because I know like my, my biggest value add is the fact that I'm new to this. I'm just like a lot of people who are just starting. You know, I'm I'm very close to that. It was two months ago, I had no idea what this was. So I'm I'm putting myself in those shoes two months ago with no information, no knowledge, no background, no skills. I didn't know what a sales funnel even was. I didn't know what an email autoresponder was. With that in mind, how can I be as honest and thinking from the, you know, from, you know, a beginner legendary marketer members like role or like, or someone who hasn't even started the course or something like that. How can I think from their shoes and just give them a quick 20 to 30 second blurb about, you know, whatever's on my mind and something that can make them think that they can do it too. It's, it's just about being honest and putting out little pieces of content every day or every other day. I think that's the biggest thing for me. So our, I think that a lot, it's interesting that you say that. I think that a lot of people really downplay and underestimate their newness. They look at it like a, 
they look at it like a liability, like a, like a weakness. And, and you're looking at it like a strength. Very, very, very interesting, empowering. And I'm really hoping that, that people pick up on that reframe. So, uh, do, do, do you, are you aware that you're framing your newness in a positive and empowering way and using it to your advantage or, or are you doing that purposefully and what else, what other tips or advice could you give people who are feeling, um, like their newness is a liability or a weakness? Right. And I, I definitely am. And it's, it's something that it didn't come to me naturally at first. Cause when you're really new to this business, I think people look at someone who's already successful as like the as like the blueprint, oh, I can do this too. But it's actually a lot of times it's the other way around. You know, when mm -hmm. I'm when I'm starting, when I just started two months ago, I think that's my biggest strength because my relatability is very high. You know, people understand that they can get to where I am if they put in the work. And you know, I think the relatability aspect is really big. And I think people also downplay the fact that everyone is super unique. I mean, like everyone's background, their set of values, culture, skills where they grew up, whatever, all the, that set of traits right there makes them more unique than anyone. You know, no one can beat them at being them. That's like the big thing for me. No one can beat me at being me. I might be, I might be boring. I might just be a college kid, but I'm also from Minneapolis. I also live with four other people. You know, I'm an Indian guy. You know, there's, there's like a bunch of, bunch of things that make me, me that also like, I think people downplay the fact that they can do it because they're super unique. And I think a lot of people think, Oh, I'm just like everyone else. Why would they listen to me? Um, there's, it's, it's just a relatability aspect I'd say. And yeah. just being very honest to who you are and knowing that if you are very honest to who you are, people can see that. Cause I think online people can see you when you're being fake. People can see you when you're not actually putting forth, you know, your own honest thoughts. So yeah. The biggest thing. Well, I think also we really, for whatever reason, I, I don't know why we why we do this as human beings, but like the self, I think it's the right way to pronounce it is self deprecating humor, yeah. right? Kind of like making fun of yourself, you know, is is the funniest shit ever. That's like the way to connect with people is not to be a total arrogant asshole. Right. Now I am arrogant. My wife says I'm arrogant, so she has never lied to me, but I try not to be a total asshole, uh, in, 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 in life and in marketing. I think it's just kind of like a bit of my bougie nature mm -hmm. is, I don't know, maybe some of it's natural. You know, my, my, uh, aunt and mom used to like to, Particularly, I had an aunt that liked to take me out and buy me filet mignon and and shrimp and lobster and shit when I was young. And so I, whether she had the money for it or not, I I don't know. But you know, it was like I got spoiled. I was a I was an only child when I was growing up. So I sort of, you know, had to grow up when I grew up and and realize that I wasn't gonna have, uh, you know, a mo you know, bunch of women running around taking care of me for the rest of my life. My wife also was, was very quick to remind me of that as well. Um, but, uh, there's a difference between being like an arrogant bro marketer, you know what I mean? To where like, I'm always wearing sunglasses and, and sitting in front of a Lamborghini or whatever, or trying to make it about what I got mm -hmm. and just getting on and just being myself, I like to go live because it brings out the the realness in me. Uh, so, anyways, I, I I I'm I'm rambling a bit, but my point is is that 
Uh, I think we underestimate just the the real, true authenticity of our corn or the value of our corniness, and and of our of our uh, of of our mistakes. And in in uh, you know, one last thing I'll say, and I'm interested what comes up for you as I'm saying this. When I you know when I see somebody break down and cry or really spill their guts, that's when I feel the closest to them. Same thing with me. I've had people be around me like in men's groups, group therapy, uh, masterminds, all this and feel and even tell me I felt like distant from you. But then when you just really shared your heart, shed a couple of tears, got uh, did an ugly cry, all that, I felt closer to you. And I, I, for whatever reason, there's a challenge with us really embracing that part of ourselves. What's coming up for you as I'm I'm saying this? And does this make sense to you, G? Yeah. I'm just talking nonsense. No, it definitely makes sense. I mean, the way I look at it is all of my closest friends, you know, the the friends that I live with right now, I think one common trait that we have is that we don't take ourselves very seriously. So when we're all sitting in the living room, you know, we can make fun of ourselves. And the fact that we do that makes me think that, you, you know, makes me think they're all very comfortable with each other. We're comfortable with who we are. And it, it brings me closer to the other person. So I think of it the same way when I'm on social media, just because I'm talking to do a TikTok doesn't make it any different. I mean, I'm sitting with a bunch of friends and the more I make myself feel, or the more humble I am, the more normal I make myself seem, the more, um, you know, I can, I can make mistakes too. I'm, mistake, I'm not mistake prone. The more that I put that version of me out there, I think that's what really touches people rather than putting on a front. Because at the end of the day, again, like, my best friends are all people that know how to have fun and they know how to self-deprecate and in a way that, you know, it just brings us closer to each other. So we can have a good time, you know, don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. So if you guys are just tuning in, the reason why we've been talking about this is because I said, gee, what has been the most impactful thing that you've done? Like what is the, what is, what is responsible for generating a thousand leads in your first month, beginning to make commissions and getting your business off the ground from zero, not knowing anything about affiliate marketing. And, and he said, just a couple of pieces of content, like, like being myself, just being, being like being purposefully, uh, honest, you know, and, and really, uh, embracing my newness like because I can relate to somebody's journey and they can relate to mine. I think uh, one other thing that's, that's so, that's so important to help all of you who are new reframe your newness as a strength instead of a weakness is that you may want a million dollar success story, but there's not a single person in your cust in your potential customer base who can probably even relate to that. Like that most people are going to hear that and say that's BS or might be a scam or he's lying or, or good for him. I could never achieve that. But if you talk about things like, Hey, I, man, I'm generating five leads a day, or I generated a thousand leads my first month. Right. Or, or I just made a thousand dollars this month. Things like that are, are things that every single person can relate and aspire to. And most of all, achieve. They can see themselves doing that. It sounds realistic to them. So, Jeet, I hope that even as you continue to succeed at higher levels and make more money, you'll never stop talking to the most, the newest person in your 
in your prospect pool, right? The newest person in the most simplistic way. Because when marketers get ahead of themselves and they forget what it's like to be new, and this is one of the reasons why I do this show, dude, is so I can stay in touch with where I came from and also with the language of somebody who's new. Does this make sense? Yeah. So what you're saying is sort of what I, one of the reasons why this show is an important part of my marketing. I can hear things that people like you say, and it gives me language to use in copy, and it gives me language to use in videos. So I'm not speaking over people's heads, and I'm not speaking at my year 10 or 11, but at their day six. Or is this what, does this make sense? Yeah, and that's, that 100% makes sense. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I could take the leap in the first place. Because if I went in and you were speaking a bunch of lingo using throwing acronyms left and right and talking about sales funnels like I already knew what it was or affiliate marketing like I already knew what it was, yeah. it, it probably wouldn't have worked and I probably wouldn't have went on. But the fact that it's so relatable, you keep it simple. I think that's what made it work for me. And that's what why I try to mimic so that it works for people that I try to you know talk to through social media. Yeah. So... Uh, one, another thing I wanted to hit on is just you're working, you called it your nine to five. It's funny. Uh, we, you know, I'm sure you aspired to have the, this nine to five all through college. And now you get into internet marketing and like kind of business, uh, I, I don't know, entrepreneurship style kind of thinking in communities. And now, you know, the nine to five is like, you know, that's my yeah. nine to five, but it was just kind of funny. I picked yeah. up on that. Um, so what does your future look like, dude? I mean, you went through four years of college. Uh, how does, how does, did this, did this just kind of pee on your parade? Or are you like, are you still going to pursue your career in tech consulting or whatever you were doing? Or how, how does, I'm just interested because I'm sure there's lots of other people who are in college who don't want to be like, okay, I totally, you know, don't want to be depressed and angry that, oh, I totally just wasted all this time or whatever. Right. What is, what is, how do you, how do you, uh, you know, how do you make your experience in college valuable, continue to make it valuable for you? How will it be valuable? And, and what are your plans in the future? Um, so one thing I definitely say is I know a lot of people that get into legendary are people that do have nine to fives and yeah, the, I would say and, probably and, the majority, majority okay. right? So I think it's, it's possible to do, it's easily possible to do both. I'm just going to say that because I, I work a nine to five, but, you know, some days it ends up being 50 hour weeks or whatever. And I, I still make it work. And it's, it's during my lunch, I'll post a TikTok or like after work, I'll spend maybe an, a 30 minutes, an hour a day or every other day. I'm just saying like, first of all, it's very possible to do both. And even if you're not insanely successful with affiliate marketing, it's, you can still do it on the side and it can be extra, you know, income in your pocket. And but to me, I think the income is not the most powerful thing that I've gotten out of this whole venture. I think it's confidence. It's um, the power that I've gotten through posting my first piece of content ever. I put my face out there. Um, that's something that I could never, I never would have seen myself doing in the past. And now I think once, once you put your first piece of content out there and people start engaging and you do that for a month, suddenly that opens many, many doors. So Today, I, I could be talking about marketing. Tomorrow, I could be talking about my favorite song because I was talking about I love music, right? It, it gives me the power to expand and go different ways with whatever I want to go. I could talk about music. I could talk about art. I could talk about whatever it is. But 
Um, so you're talking about where I'm heading in the future. Um, right now, it seems like I, I, I don't really know. I, I honestly don't know. It's I want to keep progressing with this. This is giving me so much power. I want to put more time to this. So who knows? In a couple of years, two, three years, I could be done with a nine to five and I could be fully pursuing what I want to do. And maybe in two or three years, this may still just be something that I do after work. I don't know. But yeah. the point is both paths are completely viable. They're completely doable. You know, you can work, you can do affiliate marketing on the side. And but the thing is, once you start with affiliate marketing, a bunch of ideas pop into your head. And suddenly I'm mm -hmm. thinking, wow, I could really expand this content. I could really create a brand out of myself. You know, it's it's a gift and a curse, isn't it? Right, right. It definitely is. Yeah, it's a gift and a curse. It it it'll it'll settle down though. I mean, what I I, I think you had a more viable career path. You do have a more viable career path than I did. Um, and I, 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 you know, I used to be, when I got introduced to like MLM and stuff in the beginning, I was made to feel like having a nine to five was like this bad thing. And then I just outgrew all that bullshit and just realized that, you know, I had to get around the adults. The, these were like children uh, that I was hanging out with, you know, like adolescent adults. Uh, they just they, they, they were they were not a, they were dysfunctional people, uh, many of them. And uh, I had to, to realize that, um, well, my, my experience is not everybody's experience. I was a goddamn construction worker in, in Florida and, and uh, my career path was, was not, uh, was not very ideal. I would have been um, very hot and very broke and, uh, and very tired every day if that's the career path that I, but um, some of you guys may have jobs that, that, that you don't totally hate or you don't even dislike. Um, and even if you do dislike it, I would, I would challenge each one of you guys, uh, to consider that how you do one thing is how you do everything. Um, if, if, if you think that you're going to suck at your job and then all of a sudden you're going to go crush it as an entrepreneur, you're probably not, you're not because how you do one thing is how you do everything, right? So if you want to become a great entrepreneur, you want to want to be a great business owner, my suggestion to you would be absolutely kick so much ass in your job that you feel like there's nowhere else to grow. And the only way for you to grow is to go out and do something on your own, mm -hmm. right? To own your own business. Because if you can't successfully take orders, if you can't successfully be humble, uh, learn, be a student, be a follower, it's going to be very difficult for you to successfully be a leader, to be a boss, to be a manager, to be somebody who can lead people through. Because leading is not about you know standing up on a podium. It's about getting down in the trenches. And when you become a, a business owner, it is important that nobody outworks you that you're willing to do everything that you ask everybody else to do. That, that's one of the reasons why I think I'm successful. It's not because I have this magical thing. It's because I, I'm just, there's nobody in our company that's, that, that can outwork me. I'm not saying they don't outwork me some days because I believe they do. I believe Matt Hetzel outworks me some days. Julie outworks me. Many of our BPAs outwork me. But there's many days they don't. There's many days that I outwork them, right? And so... I just, it's a different perspective. It's a shift in perspective that most 
you know, entrepreneur Instagram assholes are not saying and talking about. They're like, well, quit the job, da 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 da. These are hot buttons, right? These get people angry. It's like politics, you know, like politicians know the right things to say to get you mad at the other side. But it's just, it's, it's just a hot button. You have to unplug from that and really think logically. If I'm sucking at my job, am I really going to go kick ass as an entrepreneur? Is that, is that where, where in life at, at, if, let me pose it to you differently. If I'm sucking in this relationship and I also sucked in my last relationship, is it me or is it them? You know, I had a lot, several people along my journey that said, Dave, you're the common denominator in all your relationships. Everywhere you go, there you are. You just can't get out of your own way. And so, you know, that I had that issue with my wife. I shot, thought she was the problem many years back. And she said, you're going to be sitting on the same couch with another girl with the same problems. And that woke me up. I was like, holy shit, I better lean into this relationship and figure out what's going on with me. So I'm rambling and ranting again. And, but it's for a reason. It's because those of you who feel shame or bad about having your job and you just want to get out of it so fast and go run and be an entrepreneur, use that time. Be thankful that you have a job. Be thankful that you have a stream of income. Be thankful that you don't have so much pressure that you have to be desperate in your business, that you can breathe a little bit. And remember that how you do one thing is how you do everything. Uh, what's coming up for you as I'm, as I'm ranting about this, Jeep? Yeah. And I was talking about earlier how like sometimes my job can be like tough, long hours, 50 hours, 60 hour weeks and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I think it's the, it's the mentality. Like I'd go into work and I'd come out and feel like I can do more. I know there's more to me than just doing what's asked of me on this job. There's, there's things in my head that I can do outside of it. And that I, I feel like I wanted to progress my narrative beyond the scope of my tech consulting job to, to more than that. And I think the fact that you know affiliate marketing came into my life it, it's given me power to actually progress my narrative now people don't just see me as like the tech consulting guy in my life now i can be the marketing guy one day i could be the music guy uh you know it could be it could be a bunch of things it's it's given me the power to progress my narrative every single day that feeling alone is amazing when you feel like you're doing something that you can speak how you feel and what you're thinking rather than just talking about your job i think that's very important but there's literally, I have no shame in my job. I mean, I love it. It's great. I've worked for it for a long time and I have no shame in affiliate marketing and I love it and I want to progress that as well. And wherever it takes me, it takes me. Well, brother, I am, uh, I'm thrilled to know you, thrilled to have you uh, as a part of our community. Uh, love what you're doing, love your attitude. And, and, and my wish and hope for you is that you continue to pursue it with the same, this passion, this no shame, just exp you're exploring, you're young. Oh man, it's a beautiful time in your life, brother. It's a beautiful time in your life. You're 22 and you've got, uh, you, you know, as some would say, you've got the world by the balls. Yeah, I said it. All right. So um, keep up the great work and we're thrilled to be a part of your journey. Okay, man. Thank you so much, Dave. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you later and, and hopefully you'll come back and uh, keep us updated on your journey. Hopefully. All right, man. See you, G. All right, my friends. The whoop, there it is, as they said back in the 90s. Um, no, <laughs> uh, my wife uh, 
if you ever hear a cackle at some of my hilarious and awkward dad jokes, that's, that's, that's her. It's an audience of one. Um, thank God others are listening. It's not just my mom on here. Um, that's, that's what it used to be back in the day. You know, uh, I went from zero people who showed up at my webinars, though I would, I would perform them anyways, you know, because I didn't want my wife to, uh, find out that, uh, the big packed house that I said I would have that night actually had nobody there. So I'd perform the damn webinar anyways. And then my mom started showing up, you know, she had loaned me a little bit of money to start my business. So she wanted to make sure that I was actually, uh, doing what I said I was going to do. Um, but now it's not just my mom, thank God. Uh, though sometimes she does attend Wake Up Legendary. So if she does, uh, I'll point her out and you can say hello. Um, my friends, the time has come for you to go and to me to go as well. But we will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. Um, as some say, Friday. I don't say that, but some people say that. Because um, every day is Friday to me. Every day is also Monday. The days sometimes run together, um, but uh, that's just the way life is when you're when you're uh, you know working entrepreneurship the way that I work entrepreneurship. Um, there's no days off. Yet I could take every day off. I'm like a philosopher this morning, honey. It's unbelievable. You know, I should write like a poem or something, or I should just end the show right now. It's probably another thing. Should I just end the show? Yeah. Wrap it up, huh? <laughs> Wrap it up. All right, my friends. Um, be well, be great, be legendary, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Uh, thanks again to Jeet. Go follow him on TikTok. That's his, the Jeet code. All right. I like that. The Jeet code. I like that a lot. All right. Lift that man up. Go support him. Comment on every video he does. Like every video he does. Lift him up. Support him. I, 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 we should just replay what I said. I think it was yesterday, the day before, every day of why it's so important to lift people up and support them um, because that will come back to you tenfold. All right, my friends. Be well, be legendary. Peace.